Everyone knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring. Your weekly news roundup for the wide world of professional wrestling. I am your host for today. I am the five-star man, Asa Gray, and joining me at this time is the big D, Dalton Anthony. Yo! How you doing tonight, Dalton? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, I'm getting through the rough part of my work year. Um, I have a lot of wrestling toys in front of me that I get to talk about tonight. It's It's a good night. It's a good night. There's a storm happening outside, so that always sucks. And I'm right by an exterior window, so like I'm afraid of sound coming through. It'll um, probably be fine. Like right yeah. before we started recording, I heard the thunder, and then like I can hear the rain hitting my yeah, window. Yeah, yeah. Which it's like, so I took a nap right before the show. That's what oh, I was doing. Like you sent me a so message nice. of just like, okay, I just got home because like you were running behind, and I <laughs> was just like looking at that, and it like. 5 30 i was just like i'm full of jimmy johns that's what i had i'm gonna have a nap <laughs> wait a minute what's your what's your sandwich of choice of jimmy johns i don't know what it's called but it's the one that has provolone and avocado and oh not what i uh, eat turkey i think i do the bootleggers it's a uh, turkey roast beef and uh i want to say provolone and then All i right. think some mayo well this show is not brought to you by jimmy johns even though they do have good pickle and i love oh, pickle. also and i know you don't like this cookie but um their oatmeal raisin cookie is like the best oatmeal rate you wait do you like oatmeal raisin cookies yeah they're fine oh i all right well here's the thing like if you said dalton what's your favorite cookie hands down not even close oatmeal raisins my favorite um i love oatmeal i love raisins it's a, a match made in heaven uh jimmy john's oatmeal raisin cookie fucking god tier because in the middle of it they just pack that motherfucker full of raisins it's it's so good i've never had an oatmeal raisin cookie from jimmy john's and been upset there have been times that i've gone to jimmy john's exclusively so i can get the cookie i'm gonna be honest i didn't know that was your favorite cookie but does like, that explain a lot does that does that explain why i get picked it's on a the lot? least surprised i've ever been to learn anything <laughs> about anyone that your favorite cookie is oatmeal raisin. I th- oh, I w- might be the only one. Because, again, they're fine. People act like they're the worst thing in the world, but they're only terrible whenever you bite into it and you're expecting a chocolate chip cookie. Which, majority of the time, you have yourself to blame because the texture of an oatmeal raisin cookie is substantially You wanted different. to do a short show. You wanted to do a short show. And well, now you've got had... me talking about cookies. And Here's the no, thing. No. Not today, to... Satan. I not wanted to... today, satan here's what happened asa i wanted to do a short show and then we just haven't talked in a week in person and now we're we did a pre-show for an hour for ourselves just catching up with each other and just coming up with the best shit to do for independent wrestling um there is so in about a little over like two or three weeks weeks, yeah yeah stay tuned to twitter for a it'll be it'll go on facebook too but Stay tuned for, to Twitter for an idea that we want to play out because I want to I want to bring Audra in on it too, just oh, because I think she'll have I think she'll have good ideas for it. But I can't wait to get upstaged by her because that's what's gonna happen to us. Oh no! Oh, she won't be on it. Oh, she's just helping with it. No, 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 no. She'll like oh. she'll, we we will use her ideas to our benefit and not give oh, her any credit at all. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's yeah. very cis white man of us. Exactly. exactly um i just had another idea for it but god damn it (laughs) no i'm not gonna say it on here because i don't want to spoil it i don't want to spoil it yeah um anyway 
getting in because we do have some stuff to talk about this week. It isn't as big of a show, but we do. There is some interesting news of the week for us to talk about before we jump into that. I'm assuming Dalton's power of positivity is going to go to the Jimmy John's oatmeal raisin cookie. It might be, but it might not be. And if this is your first time listening, what's a power of positivity? Each and every week, we try to do our part to combat some of the negativity and toxicity that is so pervasive among the internet and wrestling fans by starting off with something from the wrestling world that made us happy or that we enjoyed just to be like, hey, this is cool. And we encourage anybody listening to like reach out online on Twitter and just tag someone and be like, hey, what you're doing is cool. And I enjoy it because it could make someone's day. And I know what you're thinking, Internet slash Dalton. Dalton's cookie isn't about wrestling unless you consider the Jimmy John's logo on Brock Lesnar's gear. Did So how long did it cut? Like, did you have to run that through your whole like how many like how long did it take for you to connect all that in your head? Oh, as soon as we started talking about Jimmy John's. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I was like, because that would have taken me, like, it's... I would have had to have had that long setup for that payoff. No, I, oh, I, if I'm doing that kind of setup, there's no thought. It's me focusing <laughs> on getting the words out without, like, stumbling over them. And Fair enough. That's why I stumble over my words so often is because I have other thoughts just pop into my head. Fair no, enough. No, it's, 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 it's a triumph of Jimmy John's, really. Or maybe of Brock Lesnar, I don't know. But I, I don't think of one without the other. Literally, any time I drive past the Jimmy John's, I think about Brock Lesnar. When That's I think fair, about Brock yeah. Lesnar, I think about the I think about Jimmy John's. Like those things are now just which tied. is wild. Which is wild because God damn it, this is going to be a long show. Which is wild because like I watch old school. Well, not well, yeah, old school UFC. Like around whenever Brock started, so like UFC one hundred. And there was logos everywhere, like on people's shorts and shit, because that's how they used to get paid. If you watch it now, it's so, like, not nearly as fun as it used to be when it comes to that, because they all have, like, it might still be Reebok, but they have, like, a sponsorship deal through UFC where, like, all fighters have to wear the same thing, and it's kind of lame. Because, like, I miss seeing, like, condomdepot.com on someone's, like, ass. Like, that stuff was always fun. Um, And, yeah, no, Lesnar has, like, he had the giant Death Clutch logo down the one leg, um, and then he had like Jimmy John's case it, uh, fuck. I used to know all of his, uh, old sponsorships, but those are the Jimmy John's is the main one. Cause that was the one that was always, um, like right above or right below the UFC logo on his shorts. And I just bumped my table with like 10 action figures standing up and I got real scared that a sound spike was about to happen from like a collapse. <laughs> but yeah, no. So what's your power of positivity this week, Asa? I'll let mine, you go first. Mine goes to... Massey and Mansois from last night because this ties into a news story but on Massey's Mace's <laughs> Twitch channel he and and Mansour were driving and they were streaming uh while Mansour was driving with Angelo Dawkins and Maxine in the back very much over their shit not having the same <laughs> golden retriever energy that they had at who knows what time of night. And I say that because I actually don't know like how late it was, but they, um, they did a cover of slow chemical of Kane's theme. Acapella. That was a good rumble. Um, acapella just full lyrics, 
given it their all just and it was amazing you can find the clip on reddit uh on squared circle and it's just i'll probably actually include that in the like the twitter feed on the yeah whenever i whenever i post the episode so it'll be on our it'll be on our twitter at nerdiest part you'll have to do that if you haven't check it out if you want to check it out it's it's just it's so entertaining they're yeah they're just that is a duo that just like lean into it in the best possible way they don't like those kind of gimmicks are really stupid if the people don't like try and i will give the maximum male models all the credit in the world they go all in for it and i absolutely adore them uh my power of positivity this week goes to uh big stoke uh because he has probably <laughs> my my promo of the year outside of his physical therapy a gentleman's club and just 354 <laughs> a.m. <laughs> yeah. uh he'll beat up any harvey he'll beat up any hardy except for uh Rebby cuz she has a gun license uh <laughs> Max will better watch out or else he'll cut Disney Channel from the satellite package. Like, everything, like, I, like, I don't forget how great Stokely Hathaway is. But it's one of those that, like, he's just a treasure. If he pops up in my Twitter feed, I know that I'm going to forget all of my problems in the world for anywhere from 30 to 3 minutes and 30 seconds. And I really appreciate the man for that. And this promo was so unhinged for so many reasons. The... (laughs) I, the sweating like Mark Henry on the first day of June. June. That oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> Ethan Page, there's only one. There's only one Fanta left, and he knows I love orange. Everyone knows I love orange soda. <laughs> and Ethan Page told me to give give the last one to Matt Hardy because he's a legend. legend. And as soon as Ethan Page turned his back, Matt Hardy starts laughing at me. So now I'm thirsty. Just. <laughs> It's so good. It's the one thing where uh, he did the the goof like joke article from 2K22 about the one artist that he was trying to get in the thing, and it ended it with "What the motherfucker don't like money?" And I like I can't tell you anything about the pitch, but I do remember the last line of. Well, I was like, "What motherfucker doesn't like money?" Because Stokely is legitimately hilarious all the times. He's probably has my favorite wrestling gift where he stuns Marco. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, that is probably still one of my favorite things in wrestling, like, GIF history. Uh, God, I love that man his... so much. <laughs> I I forgot about this, because I pulled up the video so I could, because uh, I'll post it, too. Yeah. Um, his Twitter bio. Oh, no. <laughs> my cousin was shot at the Popeyes on Figueroa Street. His last words were, I'll never see titties again, and Honor Club. Please subscribe today. WatchROH.com Oh my god. I love this man so much. Stokely got a fucking applause break on Nerdiest Part of the Ring, and he's not even here. Oh, Jesus. It's so good. It's so good. Because he's ridiculous. That's the best part. Like, it just the level of it, just him with, I think he got, um, power of positivity from me the week that he called Daniel Bryan a raggedy bitch. I'm pretty sure he did. Yes, that does yeah, sound cause, familiar. Cause just like, you he's raggedy like, bitch. Cause it was like, I, I'm very distracted from the, the shine coming off of your, the top of your head. Mm-hmm. And just Stokely, who's looked so over it, just went, 
you raggedy bitch. And I just, cause like, I just, God, he's so fucking funny. I love him so much. If CM Punk comes back, I only want Stokely to manage him. He was in NXT for years. Yeah. And was on television like six times. Oh, actually, I think I have a Malcolm Bivens card that I've been meaning to give you. <laughs> like a trading card. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it blows my mind. Like, how do you not just have him on television every week? So here's the thing about him is like, it, and it worked. Like, I cannot, like, the whole diamond mine thing definitely worked. It was such a weird choice to have that group with that manager. Did it work? Yes. Was I thoroughly sports entertained all day long? All right. It's in my car. I hope it, car, I hope it didn't get banged up. But, um, like, that was such a weird choice. It worked, oddly enough, because he can make anything. Like, he can sell fucking ice to Esk or what is it? Igloo to an Eskimo. Ice to Eskimos. Ice to Eskimos, yeah. Uh, like, I, uh, he's so good. So good. And that promo, just, you knew it was going to be gold when it started with, I just left physical therapy, and he's just in front of a strip club. Like, that's the funniest shit. And then he goes on to have an amazing promo. That is just so fucking crazy. With the timestamp in the corner, it's oh, it's so good. It's such a funny, it's such a funny thing. If you haven't seen it, we'll we'll have it on our Twitter as well. But like, <laughs> it's so good. Actually, I think I may have already. You definitely retweeted it. Once I think already. I retweeted it as from, but I think I did it from the show's Twitter. Yeah, I did. It's the last. Yeah, it's the last thing that I. Uh, Oh, yeah, because I... Tw- yeah, okay, it's fine. Um, it's fantastic. 10 out of 10. Just no notes. Stokely best, rules. Best shit ever. Mason and Mansoor rule together. They're, they're, some of their stuff on Up, Up, Down, Down mm-hmm. is just fantastic, too. Not a, not a single bump to be had on our power of positivity this week. Good job, Asa. High five. It's, we did it. <laughs> uh, um, moving on to the news... A little bit of more details on the new AEW show. Uh, We have a name. This is from Andrew Ravens over at WrestlingNews.co. It was originally reported by Andrew Zarian of the Mat Men podcast in March that AEW and Warner Brothers Discovery were were closing in on a deal to add a third AEW show similar to Rampage, indicating a one-hour series and teased it could air on Saturday nights. All Elite Wrestling recently filed to trademark AEW Collision for entertainment services with the United States Patent and Trademark Office, the rumored name of the new show. Uh, It was later reported the show might be premiering by July. AEW recently nixed a Rampage event from Friday, July 14th and added a, quote, TV event on Saturday, July 8th from Regina, Saskatchewan. And then reports came out this week that CM Punk is returning to the promotion with the tentative plan for it to happen on the June 21st edition of AEW Dynamite in Chicago. As previously reported, AEW might have an idea to ease the tension among those who don't like Punk and vice versa by putting him on the Saturday show and separating the roster by rating the roster between the two shows. Andrew Zarian reported on today's Matt Men podcast that he'd been told the Saturday show will be premiering in June as a two-hour program from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. The announcement is expected to be made in mid-May. The news about the two-hour 8 to 10 time slot for Collision was first reported by Matt Black of WrestleZone on Friday and later confirmed on Wrestling Observer Radio by Dave Meltzer. 
Uh, Zarian said the following today, here's what I understand. The show looks to be starting on June 17th in Chicago, a Saturday night show. I'm hearing it's a two hour show from eight to 10 on Saturdays. Zarian added, they may be preempted some days. I don't know. That's me interjecting based on how those things work. I also believe this is going to be on TNT. Multiple people I spoke to said probably on TNT. So that makes it even harder. Zarian noted the show is supposed to be called Collision. It was pointed out that there is not currently an AEW show announced for June 17th. That will likely change once the show is officially announced. Um, Zarian, again, maybe I'm wrong on that date then. Don't hold me to it. I believe I heard it was June. What are you going to do? A Saturday show in the same building and then go back on Dynamite. Maybe I'm wrong here. Now I'm very confused by this because I had something different in my notes. I'll check on it. Either way, I heard it's June. I heard the announcement is coming in mid-May. Um, that was a whole quote. The maybe I'm wrong on that date. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Well, because I, they, like in the middle of it, I thought you were just like, "Oh, that's not what I thought it was," and I was like, oh, "Okay, he's he's out of it." And then the no, way you stopped it, I was that's a full. That was what he said. Yeah, because they transcribed him on a podcast, so this oh, isn't like okay. a typed out written like article. It's him talking, talking. on a podcast. Yeah. Okay. So, I thought you fucked something up, and I was like, okay, well, I'll let Asa have it. And then the way you stopped it, I was like, oh, wait, no, you're done with the quote. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm wrong on that date then. Don't hold me to. I believe it. I heard it was June. What are you going What are you going to do? A Saturday show in the same building and then go back on Dynamite? Maybe I'm wrong here. Now I'm very confused by this. Because that's where, all right, that's where I thought you were, like, something different in my notes. Like, okay, Asa, like, yeah, got no, lost. I'll, I'll check nope. on it. Either way, I heard it's June. I heard the announcement is coming in mid-May, and then that's the end of the yeah. quote there. So, I'm, I am not excited for a third show. Show. I love pro wrestling, but I don't know if I necessarily need pro wrestling every single night of the week. Man, if you would have given this to me whenever I was 23 or 21 in college. Right? I would be happier than a pig in shit. Because I'd be like... Because I was doing that anyway with the network. Rest in peace. I know we talked about that last week. God, I want that to come back, Endeavor. Endeavor, if you're listening, bring back the network. I'll pay twelve ninety nine for it. Fuck it. I'll get rid of Peacock. I don't care. I have The Office on DVD. Just... Anyway, but no. Back to the important thing. Um, I will not watch it live. Because I'm wrestling like every other weekend. And if this is the show that has CM Punk on it, that's going to be a bummer. But, I mean, I'll just catch it on my DVR. It's just, it's, Saturday is such a weird night to have an ongoing wrestling show. Now, don't get me wrong, when I was a kid, did I stay up until 10 o'clock at night to watch Velocity? Every week? Yes. But that wasn't a canonical show. You would get, like, 10-15 minutes of recap... And then maybe two or three squash matches. And like, and then you would get WWF Confidential after it or some shit like that. Like, this seems like it's the, like, the second brand show. Which is weird, because we have Ring of Honor. So, if you want to be completely inundated with AEW, you have to watch... I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say Dark Elevation. But at least Tuesday for Dark, for Dark... Wednesday for Dynamite, Friday for Rampage, and now Saturday for Collision. And if you still want to be completely caught up, you're going to have to go on Honor Club and watch the weekly Ring of Honor television show. 
Yeah, because that's one God thing. God that, damn. And I'm going to say, too, the idea of them potentially splitting the roster, especially, I don't, we talked about it last week. The The, the WWE draft is stupid. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always, it, they always go back on it. There's never really any consequences or stakes. You have to act like, you know, it's, it's this sense of like brand loyalty, but it's dumb when it's the same company. Like it, it never makes any sense. I don't see AEW doing it any better than WWE. And if the rumors are true, which again, that is a big, if a big asterisk of, okay, we're splitting the locker room strictly because of one person that is going to end in disaster yeah especially so like speaking of saturdays being a weird day for an ongoing wrestling show why would you not put cm punk on primetime television during the week when people are watching television because like so i will say i will say i'm assuming that they we don't you and I don't know shit about shit when it comes to television ratings or TV deals or viewership or anything like that. We're not going to pretend that we do. No, no, no. So I have to assume that people at Turner and people at AEW that are making these decisions think that there is enough of a potential viewer base and of potential viewership to be had to be running on prime times on Saturday. I I'm going to argue that only because I've like heard and I don't know shit about shit, but I've heard enough like secondhand things from like Eric Bischoff talking on podcasts and stuff like that. And then the WCW nitro book, uh, written by guy. Oh shit. I did that plug like four times in a, I forgot what it is, but that one guy that did the nitro book that I was super hot on. He was like, they talked about how, um, Eric Bischoff went into a Warner meeting and they just told him like, Hey, you have, uh, you have an hour on Thursdays now, figure it out. It wouldn't surprise me if they were like, Hey, you have two hours on Saturday now. Cause we don't really have anything to put in there. Um, but anytime you hear somebody that like talks about television weekend slots are kind of like hit or miss, especially for ongoing television, because like people aren't watching as much TV on the weekends. Cause they're usually doing something else. And like, just think about us. Are we watching TV? I watch more TV during the week because weekends I'm either with Sadie or I'm wrestling. So like my TV watching, which is very limited anyway, is always during the week. That's anecdotal. I just find it weird that whenever you have primetime week television, you don't put your biggest star on it in a like proven commodity spot. Like like AEW gets viewers. And so it's just, it's a weird, it's a weird choice. I get that. But I think that's why you put your biggest star on the show that you want to draw people to more. Oh yeah. That's definitely why Roman Reigns was on or started on SmackDown because that was what Fox wanted. Yeah. So that's why, so that is why you have, you have, you make the Saturday, the destination viewing. If you want to see CM Punk, like that makes sense to me. I, I do get that. And I do think that. We're at a point now, like the 2023 Turner and the 1993 Turner. I know those years aren't accurate, but you know what I mean? I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like those, th- those are two very different companies. I, I don't see them just throwing a W into the deep end of just like two more hours of content every week. Now 
Like, yeah. I think this is a this is something that they wanted because they thought that they could fill it and they thought that they could deliver numbers. Because if AEW if AEW pitched like, hey, we want two more hours of television, which it blows my mind that they're not making it ROH. Like, why does Turner not want ROH on their network? Because that's what it feels like at this point. Yeah, I think it's the whole thing of they know AEW works. Like, I think they know if. I think in their heads that if they just call it AEW Collision versus Ring of Honor Fighting Spirit, God, I want that to be a show so bad, um, that they would sell more or get more viewership for AEW. Because again, Ring of Honor right now is a lesser brand. Um, just in like the fact that they don't have a TV deal, like they're on a streaming service instead of anything else. So the importance of it doesn't feel as major so calling like yes you should give them a show they definitely should i think that friday would be the perfect night to turn dynam or rampage into ring of honor i think that's a friday night thing i think saturday you need for it to be AEW based on strictly that's destination friday you can still do you could have ring of honor be friday night and it would be fine yeah that's fair i just it's it's weird You're not to wrong. me that, yeah. but like, but a but aw isn't gonna go and be like, hey, we want two more hours of television if they didn't think they could deliver on it, because yeah. then that is gonna hurt them ultimately when it's time to renew TV contracts. Well, they were like, really. Why would we give you this? Why would we give you this money if you you know you're not delivering here? Yeah. So they were really banking on that slap fight, uh, or oh, Jesus fucking Christ. power slap or whatever it was. I uh, oh god, gross. Anyway, I just. You're, you're also, potentially splitting your brand into three different rosters because mm-hmm. now you have the dynamite and you have your dynamite brand, you have your collision brand and you have ROH. Yeah. I don't know what rampage becomes like, does rampage then become kind of a, you can have shows from both, but if you do it like that, then what's the point of splitting them at all? You know? Yeah. So does, do, do you do a thing where, okay, dynamite before it starts, you film two matches for rampage and then, you know, last week's collision, you filmed two matches for Rampage for that coming Friday, you know, a full six days later. I just, I don't know. Which, again, I don't know shit about shit, so who am I to say? That does I, sound like a mess, though. Yeah, and I just, like, and now you're at the point where it's, okay, cool. AEW now has five hours of television a week, not counting what is on YouTube or Honor Club. Like, that is just... Tell like televised hours, so they're at the same as WWE main roster. Yeah, just instead of it being a three hours and two hours, it's two two hours and a one hour rampage. Yeah, and the speculation thing I was talking about whenever we were starting, and I you touched on it of if they are doing like separating it this hard to just keep a handful of people happy, that is such a just bad idea now granted no i don't think cm punk is coming back let's make a third show i think a lot of stars aligned at the same time and it's gonna look like that and it's gonna feel like that and to a certain extent it's gonna be that and that's gonna just that's just the dumbest shit in the world i do think i do think that it is more of a like convenient timing for them of okay we have cm punk coming back potentially there are still tensions in the locker room where some people don't want to you know, be around other people. Uh, well, when now we've got this 
third this now third show starting up well why don't we just quarantine him there but like so what do you do with champions like is yeah. there is there gonna, gonna be a is are you gonna have a collision champion or do that is ftr only going to be on whatever show thought. cm punk is on you know what thought thought process thought process follow me you know how they get me to fucking watch uh saturday night you make that international championship like fucking matter only on Saturday. And that's where we get like Ishii coming in and like you get Orange Cassidy versus like a lot of these uh international stars that they get from time to time. Oh, that would make me so hard. Uh and if you just put it on one show and give me a reason to watch that, like the WCW cruiserweights, whoo! I just talked myself into watching this. If they do that, I will be so happy. Yeah, see, but I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily, like, that doesn't necessarily appeal to me. And well, again, it's, not, a, it's a taste I'm not, thing. It's a, it's I'm a not telling, thing. I'm not saying it's appeal. I'm not saying you're going to be hard about it. I'm saying I'm going to be hard about it. Well, just the idea of just like, okay, we're going to lock one championship to collision. Innately makes that championship worthless. Not worthless, but worthless. Worthless. I'm going to disagree with that. Just because it's like, I don't know. Because like I don't the, know why I the think... IC title the IC title is locked to SmackDown. The secondary titles with WWE though they at least have like the lineage beforehand, and it I don't know. It, but like, that you're doesn't not no, no, no. you're not wrong. Yeah, like it's I'm not. Just, I feel like we're arg- like not arguing because we're not arguing, but we are arguing semantics. Where it's the, like the difference is the international championship. Is still newish. Is the international championship is brand new. Yeah. The All Atlantic Championship or the Cross Atlantic Champion, the All Atlantic all, Championship. All Atlantic, yeah. It was even relatively new, and we kind of made fun of it when they announced it because it's like, holy shit, how many belts does this company need? Yeah. So I mean, I guess I don't know. I just I don't like the idea of like I don't want to see the tag titles only be on Saturday. Because then what do you do Wednesday and Friday? Oh, well, yeah, but you can do that with the international. Because you have, you literally have the TNT and the TBS titles. Say that again? We literally have TNT and TBS titles. Okay, I, the, we, I, that confused me just because... One is the men's, one is the women's, like, and I, that, yeah, like... Yeah, but we have, I, but we have I TV... Was, t- yeah. In my head, I heard it as you were saying two more men's titles. No, no, Because, no, like, no, I wasn't no, even, no. I wasn't even considering, like, the women's division, because, yeah, the same thing, like, which the TBS title, people, you know, complained... Uh, when does Jade drop it? Like, she wasn't even on the last pay-per-view. No, no, no. So, uh, like... No, you're, yeah. you're absolutely right, but, I, but what I'm saying is, is, like, we already have... A fuck ton of titles. We can put... We can make show-exclusive titles, just like WWE does. Like... I mean, you could, but, like... So, like, let's say the international title does go to Saturday, and that's, like, your destination where you bring in people from Japan or Will Ospreay or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody from, like, you know... You do, like, an... You turn it into, like, an, quote-unquote, international title, an international challenge. Yeah. How much... But how much real story do you get out of that week to week? Because you're going to burn through competitors, like high-value international competitors, relatively quick. 
Uh, I don't know. Like, with the way wrestling is nowadays, I would wholeheartedly disagree with that because there's unless a revolving... They start, unless they start doing, like, TNT title hot potato switches and you just have a new champion, you know, every 30 days. Well, it's working for the TNT title. But is it? We were talking about that before, like, before the show started of just, like... <laughs> Is it like has that title elevated anybody in the last yeah. several champions? Wardlow, the purple Wardlow, right here. <laughs> Just but only the purple so, one. If he wears anything only, else, he's he's yeah washed. that that fucking green overbooked piece of shit Wardlow from yesterday, with Arn not actually having the gun to shoot fucking Hobbs, which I'm pretty sure is the only way to put that guy down. That motherfucker's huge. Mm-hmm. I love Hobbs so much. I want Street Gear Hobbs as an action figure with the like. The overalls that's not covering both titties. I want mm-hmm. that figure. There's not enough overall to contain that amount of titty. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, there's a there's a third show, and it could be really fucking dumb, or it could be really cool depending on how they do it. But like, if you put, so like, let's say you put like the trios titles are going to be only on Saturday. Well, that would be a really awkward, oh, wait a minute, nope, they don't have the belts anymore, go ahead. Well, then you have, yeah, because it's House of Black. Yeah. But then... You just move all of your trios to the Saturday brand? Yeah. Well, that cuts into your tag teams as well, because some of those trios wrestle as tags sometimes. And then if you have trios on, you know, Dynamite, well, what's the point? They don't even have the... They, they're not going to go after the title. Yeah. I just... I hate brand splits. I don't like when they split the brands. I don't like when they... I don't like it when WWE does it. I really hope an AEW doesn't do it. But you're also looking at, like... Look at your locker room morale, for lack of a better word. Okay, are do you separate the locker room straight up? Like, do you take a poll and be like, who likes the Elite? Okay, you guys are on Wednesdays. Who likes CM Punk? Okay, you guys are on Fridays. Or do you do a thing where it's like, all right, well, FTR, you're going to be on Wednesdays, even though you're, you know, Team Punk. But does that... With how petty... The backstage shit has been reportedly, allegedly, yada, yada, yada. You're going to tell me that that isn't going to influence, like, someone's not going to be like, man, you've been on Saturdays for a while. You must, you must have taken their side. And like, I don't know. It just, it seems like a terrible idea, especially if the whole reason, if you're doing it because you have a creative vision and you know what you want to do and you think this is best for the company, from a storytelling standpoint, then whatever, go for it. It's not my cup of tea. But if you're only doing it because you have such a backstage problem that you're afraid that people cannot work together or even coexist together in the same locker room on the same night, then you have got a bad, bad management problem. Which is so weird. If or that's like a the talent case. relations problem or whatever. Like that shit has got to be handled. Because, like, and and that's weird because, like, Tony Khan is not new to organize, like, and granted, yes, wrestling is not an organized sport. That's not, I'm, it's apples and oranges a little bit, but, like, he's, like, he owns soccer teams. Yeah. Like, and he has done, like, work with those soccer teams, and it's just like, how have you fumbled the ball so hard so many times with, like, not letting shit get out that keeps getting out? And, like... The brawl out situation. Like, there's been so much shit where I'm like, 
you're not inept because you've made money in sports before. Like Tony Khan is not a, a dumb person. I think the difference is, is he isn't in the locker room of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Every yeah. Week. Well, his, his dad owns the Jaguars. So yeah. But, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. The teams that he owns and that he works with, he's got like three levels of management mm-hmm. between him and the people that are on the field. Yeah. Whereas AEW, he is the one that's there every single week. Now, obviously, he has a team of people. He has people, you know, working with them. But, like, I don't know, man. I just, the idea that you have to separate, like, again, on the one hand, the if it if, if it's true of the reports that, like, Punk is willing to play ball, but, like, it's the Young Bucks are more hesitant to do it, mm-hmm. like, I get it. But at the same time, y'all are millionaires. Yeah. It's don't, a bunch. You don't have to wrestle each other. You don't have to fake fight each other. You don't have to real fight each other, actually, too. But at the same <laughs> we time. We have to put that in there. <laughs> like, you can you can be separate. Like, if, you, can, you can coexist for the amount of money that you were making. Yeah. You can coexist. And if you can't, you got a massive ego problem. And, like, we talked about last week of just, like... Well, we like because you were you were very not very, but you were empathetic and sympathetic towards the the elite. Where it's just like, no, if people are telling me that I need to get over it, and like this motherfucker started throwing hands, like ah, I'm not totally behind that. And you're right, but the amount of money that is just like on the table that they don't even have to wrestle each other. They don't like you said. They just have to be in the same area. I if I am making their money and there's somebody I don't like. I'm going to go hang out with somebody I do like, or I'm making enough money to where I can sit in a corner and just fucking go do my match and leave. Yeah. Like do, do what I need to do to get paid and then fucking leave. But they like, you can't do that. I don't know. It's weird. There's a lot of things to it. And again, it it goes back to the main thing. Like whenever all this shit happened, there's not an innocent person in this situation, except apparently Kenny Omega is like the sweetest human. Um, just he just got riled up in that because apparently like he stayed back. I was listening to a different podcast and there was a report where like Omega stayed back after everything to like make sure Punk was like not cool like consoling him or anything like that. Just being like just making sure we're good and like that was the thing. So apparently yeah that motherfucker's super Canadian. Um, and he tried saving the dog uh, via report. So like I like Omega, but there's not an innocent person in this whole situation and the fact that like someone's willing to extend that olive branch and it's the person that I honestly think was more in the wrong than anybody just being like, all right, there's a couple million on the table that you guys could just have just fucking go for it. Like I just, I said it last week, you know, it's better than 1 million, 2 million fucking figure it out. Like God damn. I, what I will say and this is going to make people that we that we know the maddest that they'll ever be. But they don't listen, so it's fine. Yeah. If the reports are coming out of Punk's first feud upon returning are true... Oh, God. It cements Chris Jericho as the all-time great. Just, that's it. He is the best politician to ever exist. Because instead of... Because it's Jericho. Yeah, because Jericho gets it. He and CM Punk might hate each other's guts, but they're... Okay, there's enough smoke there, and Jericho said enough shit, 
and Punk said enough shit that like, okay, that he, he knows that Punk is never going to be hotter than when he than, comes back, than when he comes back. And if he can latch onto that and siphon off some of that heat and stoke that flame and be the one that, because then he's in, uh, he's in the best position possible. Someone pointed it out that I saw of, it's just like, okay, so you do your, you do your nine month feud with, with Jericho and CM Punk and the Jericho Appreciation Society. Jericho leaves, goes back to say, he goes back to the dynamite mm-hmm. or that, that feud is over. Punk is back, but maybe some of the shine has worn off on his return. And so if the numbers start to dip, Jericho gets to take credit for being, he gets, uh, he gets to take credit for being like, oh, look at all these numbers I did whenever me and Punk were main eventing. Oh, well, now that I'm, now that I'm gone, look at the numbers now. Like, it's just, or, and then if the numbers go up when he's gone, oh, look at the launching pad I gave to Punk. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a fucking genius. Like. It's it, it's so annoying. Like that's that because like everything you said is true. And again, I've been like in just enough wrestling locker rooms that everything you said is a hundred percent true. To the fact of just like no, he's in the perfect position because yeah. he's gonna get all that shine, like you said. And if shit flops after it, he can look and be like, well, I mean, one of the common denominators isn't there. Yeah, I guess it's not so the it's, goat. El- no, granted, it's Jericho, so a lot of people are gonna see right through what he's doing there. But at the same time, like, there's people who won't, and it's just, he's, he's golden. Um, I don't know, but so, we'll see here in the coming weeks. We spent way more time on that than I thought we were going to. Oh, that, no, that was about right. More shit to talk about. Um, honestly, I hope for the best. Like I said, I hope that the show does well. I don't have cable, so it's not like it's affecting my viewing habits at all. I just, it's, now it's more stuff we gotta pay attention to. Uh, let's see. Next up, um, some great news for Ted DiBiase Jr. Apparently, <laughs> I, that's not a joke, and you'll understand why here in a minute. Uh, but today, April twentieth, uh, this is from NBC News. So, like, actual news. Former pro wrestler Theodore Ted DiBiase Jr. Which sidebar? Of course, that motherfucker's name is Theodore. Oh yeah, that that, motherf- do- that motherfucker looks like a Theodore. Yeah. Uh, The son of the WWE legend known as the Million Dollar Man has been charged with fraud and theft of federal funds in connection with the Mississippi welfare scandal that has embroiled NFL great Brett Favre. Fucking good. Uh, Jumping down to the list of the actual... uh, Nonprofit group... So, uh, was charged with okay. The Madison, Mississippi resident was charged with one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud and to commit theft concerning programs receiving federal funds, six counts of wire fraud, two counts of theft concerning programs receiving federal funds, and four counts of money laundering. And now, a quote from his lawyer Today was a good day for Teddy DiBiase, said his lawyer, Scott Gilbert. After being forced to sit quietly for nearly three years while while opportunists took unabated swings at Teddy and his family, Teddy now has the opportunity to fight back publicly. 
Gilbert added, We are confident that when this process is finished, it will be clear that the government's theory is misguided and that their allegations cannot be substantiated as they pertain to Teddy DiBiase. Uh, Can we just call him Ted? I'm reading word for word. No, no, no. Uh, no. I know. I'm saying for them. Can they just call him Ted? Because I can't take a motherfucker named Teddy seriously. It makes me want to hug him, even though he's a fucking bad person. Because these are the same motherfuckers that are just like, we need to stop the welfare state. And they're siphoning off money from fucking families. And sorry, we don't get political on the show too, too often. But like, God, fuck these people. And yeah, not no. even not even allegedly, like full force, go fuck yourself. Because I can say that and not get arrested, they, like or sued, not arrested. I'm stupid. they're they're pulling the reverse Robin Hood of they're stealing from the from poorest the po- people force. and just making rich motherfuckers richer. Um, I'm gonna read the rest of this article here just because there is some juicy nuggets. We'll say. Uh, Favre previously has denied wrongdoing, saying he never knew the money was intended for welfare. He repaid $1.1 million that was paid to him from welfare funds in 17 and 18. He is being sued by the state of Mississippi in connection with those grants, but he contends he is not liable. Court records in a related civil case show that Favre successfully lobbied state officials to grant a $3.2 million for a drug company in which he was a shareholder and $5 million that built a volleyball arena at the University of Southern Mississippi, where his daughter played the sport and where he played football. The money was directed by Nancy New, who has since pleaded guilty and was supposed to have gone to poor families. The Justice Department says DiBiase was paid more than $3 million from entities funded by federal welfare funds, quote, for social services that DiBiase did not provide and did not intend to provide. DiBiase allegedly used these federal funds to buy a vehicle and a boat and for the down payment on the purchase of a house, among other expenditures, end quote. If convicted, he faces a maximum penalty of five years in prison for the conspiracy count. A maximum penalty of 20 years in prison for each wire fraud count, and a maximum penalty of 10 years in prison for each count of theft concerning programs receiving federal funds and for each count of money laundering. Sounds like a good day for Teddy. So, he's looking, which granted, he's rich, he's not going to get that maximum, and if he does, it's going to... uh, Good behavior, like he's he's. Oh no, he's, he's going to like a, a white collar oh, yeah, spa yeah, yeah. for a few years. So six counts of wire fraud. That's sixty years right there, maximum. Assuming yeah. he's guilty on each of them. Uh, so yeah, he's he could be looking at some you know, quote unquote America poli- uh, American judicial system, serious jail time. But God. I just like, and I want to make the jokes that I saw online about it, where it's just like, oh, happy to see the families living the gimmick. But it's the fact that they literally took money from the fucking welfare system while being the motherfuckers that are just like, we need to cut welfare. And it's just like, I, I, I can't. I fucking can't. I just, I can't. And it, this isn't a fun story at all. There's like, we made a couple jokes about it, and his name is Teddy, and that's just delicious. But like... God, I fucking hate these people. Like, I hate them. Hate them. Uh, It's it's gross. Also, I'm pretty sure that they threw the uh, Pat McAfee lawsuit out. I think the judge was like, yeah, good luck, and just threw it out. I'm pretty sure that's that's all done with. um, Because I think Pat McAfee talked about it. But yeah, I I think they threw the the case out. Uh, Yeah, no, I fucking... Oh, God, I hate it so much. I hope they mess his paperwork up and he goes to, like, a regular prison for, like, a couple days. 
Like, they accidentally sent him to the wrong one. That would be cool. I'd like that. God, fuck the DiBiases. So hard. Okay, I think you're wrong. Oh, damn it. Um, so this is from NBC Sports, April 15th. So just, like, earlier like this week. Like last week, yeah, yeah. Pat McAfee's motion to dismiss the lawsuit filed against him by Brett Favre got the attention of Favre's lawyer, and now Favre's lawyers are trying to rectify the flaws in his original filing. So, I guess he's screwed up the filing, but they're going back. Uh, Sports and gaming attorney Daniel Wallach has passed along a copy of Favre's amended complaint against McAfee. The document filed on Friday elaborates on the claim that McAfee defamed Favre by claiming that Favre stole money from the poor people of Mississippi. While the revisions address the cosmetic flaws contained in the original filing, Favre still might face an uphill climb when trying to prove that McAfee's comment amount to defamation of a public figure. The reported facts and circumstances seem to justify exactly what McAfee was doing, poking fun at the appearance that Favre may have indeed been aware that in the public funding, he allegedly, apparently, and or actually was trying to finagle for one or more private projects, was coming from cash that was allegedly, apparently, and or actually intended for welfare recipients. Uh, blah, blah, blah. This is a long-ass article. Amended complaint also hints that Favre's lawyers might try to exclude from the current case any evidence about his alleged interactions with Jen Sturger, which culminated in a $50,000 fine from the NFL for failing to cooperate with the league's investigation into whether he sent sexually explicit photos to her at a time when both worked for the Jets. Um, So yeah, it, it hasn't been dismissed. And it looks like they're adding actual malice as part of it. So we'll we'll keep more of an eye on that because yeah fuck brett Favre too not for uh, any specific reason legally because no, yeah, he no, seems lawsuit happy yeah Just, no but i don't like the dude yeah no i'm more of a broncos fan fuck you brett Favre. you can say that you can't sue me for saying i like the broncos more <laughs> that's an opinion and we're in a oh fuck you can get sued for your opinion in 2023 shit usa well, baby Whenever I get that Brett Favre lawsuit, if you don't think I won't run that shit into the ground, if I get a fucking letter from Brett Favre, that'll be so much fun. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, Moving (laughs) on to a little bit more bummer news. Uh, Dax Harwood has announced the end of the FTR podcast. Uh, Let's see, I am pulling from the Wrestling Observer Figure 4 online. AW Tag Team Champion Dax Harwood announced at the end of his latest podcast that he and co-host Matt Kuhn are ending the weekly FTR with Dax show effective immediately. I think we both feel we were causing more harm than good, even though we were trying to do good. It just didn't come across that way or portray it that way. We were more of a detriment to professional wrestling than we thought and never wanted to do that, Harwood said. Um, And like... Let me jump down here a little bit. He took issue with how media outlets would take things he said on the show and made them seem like he was a bad human being. He apologized to his fans, those that already didn't like him, fans of the elite and MJF and anyone that he may have upset along the way. Quote, I never wanted you to hate me so much that you would say some of the things you said to me, he explained. He also said that he also said they while he and Koo knew the podcast would ruffle some feathers, they wanted the show to do good for wrestling. I thought this was way more mentally tough. I thought I was way more mentally tough than I am, but I admit that I am not. I don't think I can handle some of the things that are said, and I don't want my daughter to read things 10 years from now that are said about me, he explained. Kuhn said AEW didn't pressure them to end the show, nor did trolls or the media. 
There was also no falling out between the two. We really just don't feel good about the fact that what we're doing is hurting wrestling or hurting AEW, Kuhn said, adding that they flew too close to the sun and made life difficult for some people. Um, which basically, like, this is kind of what we're talking about when we talk about the amount of toxicity and negativity on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when we do the the power, uh, positivity. power, power, positivity at the beginning of the show. Because, yeah, people get, like... People just feel so emboldened to say the most fucked up shit to strangers online because of their opinion on pro wrestling. And that is just, it's not that serious. No, it's wild to me. That Especially that's when it's like Dax talks about his friendship with CM Punk. And like, we make little jokes about it, like, but we also aren't tagging him. And telling him that he should retire, or that he should get injured, or he should fucking die. Because the people who do shit like that is gross. Yeah, they're and bad like, people. Yeah, there's there's no reason for it. And it's not the kind of... There's just, there's no excuse for it. it it's, it's bullshit. So, it, it does suck. I will say that I do think having a... Being at the level that you're at, while being an active performer... And using a platform to kind of air dirty laundry, like even when it is just you kind of giving your side of the story and like trying to add context to things that there's only reports for, Mm -hmm. it's impossible to do that without coming across as biased. And it's impossible to do that and not ruffle feathers in the way that like, okay, well, why did you say this, but not this? Why did you talk about this, but not this? You're making so-and-so look bad, even though, well, that's not how it went. You're only hearing it from this person. So, like, the idea of them talking about, like, the brawl-out situation, which he's talked about multiple times, like, that I don't think was ever going to end well. No. And so, like, if it was just kind of, you know, him talking about his favorite matches that he's had and stuff, which he did. Like it was yeah. an entertaining podcast. I've listened to a handful of episodes. Like I, I think... enjoyed hearing him talk about wrestling. It was more of the like drama stuff that I'm sure did better numbers because that's what people are attracted to. Um, I did that... like, I liked hearing him talk about tequila. <laughs> that was always fun. Uh, because I only listen to a handful of episodes. Because I listen to so many podcasts. Like I, I do a lot of driving for work, and so like I'm constantly listening to other podcasts. And I think I've listened to maybe one or two episodes. I listened to the one that he did about Jay, mm-hmm. and like that whole thing. Because like I just like I couldn't do that one. I like a, intentionally hu- skipped it. Yeah, it's a human moment, and like it was tough. That's whenever I had the flu too. So like I was just I needed something to take my mind off the fact that I thought I was dying. Um, like as I was missing CCW, mm-hmm. um, and it was really good. So like whenever, cause you brought it to my attention last week, whenever I was like, no, there's like a couple consummate professionals in this situation. You were like, ah, Dax with the whole podcasting. And I didn't even realize that he was airing out dirty laundry on the podcast. Like, and no, that's a fair statement. Cause if you're talking about brawl out, that's what you're doing. There's no way to mention that situation and not have a side like if you don't have a side you're literally saying yeah that happened all right bye like you can't Mm -hmm. even say what you saw 
because it's like, well, I saw CM Punk hit first. And it's like, oh, so your team elite. Like, there's so much speculation into it to where literally all you can say is like, yeah, it was, oh, I was sitting over there. Cool. Bye. Like, that's the only way to be not biased about that situation, especially with the way that people are, like we were talking about. You can't even, like, blink cor- correctly without someone being a dickhead about it. I think the only person that's kind of immune from that is, like, Danhausen. But it's because Danhausen is so fucking, his character is so goofy on Twitter that, like, he just gets a pass because it's a character. Because mm-hmm. he did the whole thing where uh, CM Punk bought him the uh, final, or the Amazing Fantasy 15, first appearance of Spider-Man. And he was just, like, calling him Pepsi Phil the whole time. Everybody thought it was super sweet and shit like that. And nobody's going after Danhausen. Like... Yeah, but it's also, like... It's, it's two part- different it's two different situations. Yes, I'm very aware. Yeah. Like, it's just one of those things. But, like, it's Twitter. And if that could have been anybody else, there would have been a fucking shitstorm about it. Like, oh, CM Punk is still in contact with Danhausen, who's still on TV regularly. Because the fucking internet sucks. Like, I... I love when the, like wrestling community gets to share things they like but that is so few and far between all of the goddamn fuck shit that comes with the internet wrestling community because like 90 percent of the internet wrestling community is fuck shit like there's just no way around it like and i'm being maybe conservative with the 90 percent of it being fuck shit number it's probably like 95 percent of it is stupid mm-hmm. and i just i hate it and yeah, Dax probably wasn't making the best choices on that podcast, but uh, maybe people shouldn't be so dickish and jump to conclusions on every little thing because that's cool content that we were getting that we're just not getting anymore. And yeah, granted, you can say that it wasn't because of the trolls, but like, there's choices that people make for reasons. That might not be the sole reason, but like, it might be a fraction of a reason. And it's a stupid fraction of a reason because like, maybe we should not take a bunch of millionaires' petty bullshit into our personal lives and project it onto other people. It's, it's one of the things that I don't remember who it was on Twitter. Um, like I know Seahawk, Cameron Hawkins, um, who writes for the ringer puts out amazing articles he like kind of people ask him stuff and he responds with like, I don't know them. You don't know them. We don't know these people. Yeah. Like we feel like because we see them on television and we listen to them do a podcast that, you know, who you know them as people and you don't, you, 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 you just, you don't the, the parasocial relationship. It seems like it's gotten, I don't know if it's, I, I don't know if it actually has gotten more intense the last few years, or if it's always been like this, it's just now it's really kind of coming to a forefront with the thing that I consume in pro wrestling, but it's, it, it's gotten like weird. Like people are acting weird about work drama for a place. They don't work about people that they've never met. That just like happened to maybe like Bret Hart. It's like, do you, you know, like people are basing their personalities over who they thought was better, Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels from the I, fucking 90s. Like, yeah, but it was definitely Shawn Michaels. I'm okay, sure. But like, congratulations. <laughs> I just wanted to, I just wanted to throw it out there. I just, it's so, it's just, it's weird. It's so easy to not be a fucking weirdo. Just don't be a fucking weirdo at best. 
At worst, don't be a colossal piece of shit. And wish, like, injury or death on someone. Because yeah. he likes Bret Hart more than Shawn Michaels. Like, just... But why would you like Bret Hart more than Shawn Michaels? Just fucking don't be a twat. Like, yeah. goddamn. It's not hard. It's really the, not hard. And the least twatty thing is liking Shawn Michaels more than Bret Hart. Well, I don't get why you're trying to make this bit happen. But, like, I need you to understand <laughs> it's crashing and burning. No, I feel like I'm justified in it. It's fine. I'm trying to think of a way to segue. Like, did we have news about Twitter? Because I want to make fun of uh, dipshit. Because his Me? rocket exploded. Oh, <laughs> did it? Yeah. Good. It he was wasn't... unmanned. Like, no one was hurt. So, like. <laughs> that was, thank you, because I was about to say something really dark. No, no, no. This was, yeah. it was an unmanned uh, SpaceX rocket. <laughs> The yeah. fact that you the, the sentence in the year of our fake lore 2023, the dipshit's rocket exploded, is a sentence that just makes no sense out of context, but man, fuck Elon Musk. God, I hate him. This is why the whole uh, wrestling angle we're going to do is going to be great, because I got to air some personal grievances. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, moving on to good news. Um... WWE has come to an agreement with their talent to allow them to return to Twitch. Um, it is confirmed through talent that WWE's Twitch cut is from the Twitch side, not the talent side. Um, that's from Brian Alvarez um, because they are allowing basically what's happening is WWE superstars are allowed to stream on Twitch again. Uh, and now it is a three-way split in revenue with WWE getting some money, Twitch getting money, and the wrestler getting money, and WWE's cut of the money is a small amount, and it is coming from Twitch's part of the revenue. Like, oh, I guess dope. that is the that is the rule of the Twitch, because, like, Twitch's payment programs are weird. Like, when I was trying to stream more, it didn't make a ton of sense to me, which, graded, I was never even going to get remotely close to the point where I had to worry about it. I was just curious. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, the agreement will allow WWE stars to resume streaming on the platform. According to Brian Alvarez, the portion of the revenue cut WWE will receive will come from the Twitch side. Uh, Zarian additionally reported that talent would get larger cut than other streamers who use the platform. Spoke to his source regarding the Twitch deal with WWE, Zarian wrote on Twitter, According to them, WWE execs negotiated for talent to get a larger cut than other creators on the platform. This was described to me as a very talent-friendly deal. Uh, WWE had previously banned talent from using third-party platforms, including Twitch and Cameo, back in the fall of 2020. Zelina Vega at one point was released from the promotion after a dispute over the ban, but returned to the company the following year. Um, so, as long as AJ Styles doesn't get back on there and start talking shit about Paul Heyman again... Because <laughs> I think that was I've, the big one. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah it was it was him going on and airing a lot of grievances like his son being on on his stream saying he doesn't even watch wwe um but then there were also the other like because th this came the twitch ban came at the same time as a bunch of the other third party bands yeah so like um I know Lana was selling like energy drinks or she did a partnership there that got canceled. So 
I haven't seen anything about whether those types of deals, excuse me, are back on the table or not, but I would assume as of right now, it's just Twitch. Yeah, which would make sense. Um, Man, 2020, looking back on it, because like I was I was at work with some people and my workplace got shut down for a substantial amount of time, as a lot did. And we were talking about uh, like uh, what we were doing three years ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was just sitting in a chair just waiting for the phone call that we were coming back to work or like checking news outlets, like trying to figure it out. But I like now that we were talking about the people getting their Twitch channels back, I was like, oh, maybe Drew Gulak will start streaming again because I fell in love with that man's streams. Like I would like he was play so I randomly jumped on Twitch because I was very late to the Twitch, like watching people on Twitch and shit like that. I still don't do it a whole lot. But I was very, like, behind the game on it. Like, Sadie had to teach me how to do it because I'm old. And I was, like, Drew Gulak's on Twitch. And he was playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I watched him play that game for, se- like, for several hours to the point that it made me buy it. Still haven't played it. Still have <laughs> not played it. But he made me buy it. Because um, then he interacted with me. Also, he really likes Kingdom Hearts. And it's one of those where I'm like, I knew I loved that man with my whole heart, with all of it. Um, I never really watched wrestlers twitches besides Drew Gulak, though. Like, I think I would catch Adam Coles every once in a while. Um, But again, that was 2020, wherever, like, I was just starved to watch something. Mm Because, like, I wanted something different to watch because I was just fucking inside all the time. Um, But yeah, no, it's cool that they... It's cool that, A, they're bringing it back. They're letting stars do it again. And they're compensating them correctly for it. Because it would not be the least surprising thing if it was just like, well, you can stream, but we're getting 90% of the cut. Because our name is the reason you're getting views, not you. Your entertainment value isn't important, even though that's why we pay you. Um, so which, I'm was, just... which was messy, because not everybody was using their WWE name. Yeah. Like, yes, AJ Styles... You know, it was AJ Styles before WWE. Drew Gulak. Gulak was Drew Gulak before, But, like, yeah. Xavier Woods was streaming his Austin Creed. Yeah. Which he goes by on Up, Up, Down, Down. And, like, that's still not his real name. So that one gets a little messy. Um, Dakota Kai is another one. She was streaming as Charlie Girl. Um, which she would continue to stream because, I guess, like, the NXT didn't get hit with the same... Their contracts are different, because remember, that's the whole, like... Adam Cole's chugs and... Well, no, I'm talking about, like, they let fucking Malachi Black's contract lapse, and they didn't realize they didn't upgrade his deal. So he was only... So, like, obviously the NXT deals to the main roster deals are two fucking different monsters. Um, But but then you have someone like Shayna Baszler, who, like, streams under her, like, actual name. mm Mm-hmm. So it, 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 it gets kind of messy there. So I like on the one hand, if you're using your WWE name, I get them feeling like they're entitled to a piece of it. Mm-hmm. But like if you're doing something completely independent, like there is not a Charlie girl like that's not a part aspect of Dakota Kai's character. Like, is she is she popular because she's on WWE? Well, of course. Yeah. But I don't know how you can. It gets messy when you're trying yeah. to say that, like, okay, well, the success you're having, because at that point, then, like, 
Well, could, Miro should be having to pay WWE because he's only a big deal in wrestling because of WWE. Yeah. Malachi like that, Black is a champion. Is part of his champion's purse going to Triple H? Like, yeah. It's, it's weird. It's weird. But it's cool that they're back. It's cool that they're getting such a uh, talent-friendly deal out of it. Because, like, get paid. That is oh, yeah. the, that's the unofficial motto of this show. Is, is get your money, boo-boo. I say that. On mm-hmm. more than one occasion. Because I'm always just like, man, I hate the Saudi shows. But man, I'm hoping those wrestlers are getting a fat fucking check for it. Again, mm-hmm. it's the Carl Anderson. I was like, you'll only see me go back to Saudi Arabia if, it's, if I need a new pool. Like, And then he went back. <laughs> and the motherfucker hopefully got a new I, pool. I So, at Easter, I went over to my family's house. And they were watching golf. Because that's what they always end up watching. Uh-huh. And Because it, it was the Masters. Yeah. And I didn't recognize a bunch of the names. But I did see Phil Mickelson. And I was like, wait, I thought he signed with the Saudi League or whatever. Why is he in, Why is he doing a PGA event? They're like, oh, well, there's this deal where if you had previously won a major tournament, you can play that tournament. It's how they sound, described it to me. I didn't care enough to look into it. But they were talking about and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Like, you know, there's there has has there even been a big like Saudi golf tournament or a show like i haven't heard i only ever heard that people were signing away from the pga not that they were like i had not heard of any competitions and my uncle was like oh yeah they've done a couple of them like i don't think they were broadcast very widely but like they've done them but you know the that saudi money like i don't i don't think i think that if i was offered an extra like eight digit offer to sign I don't know if I would turn that down. Oh, I wouldn't in a heart. No, I would sign that shit on a heart. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's fair. And, and then I mentioned, I was like, oh, well, the the Saudis, like, they did a show. They've done shows for WWE. And apparently the wrestlers get paid a crap ton extra. Because to the point that one show, there was a dispute about when the feed ended. And the plane wasn't allowed to take off for hours. And it was a very hairy, like, hostage-esque situation. And they still went back because they were paid that much money. Fuck and they you, were like, yeah, yeah, there I'm you a, go. I'm going to say it from one of my dear friends in the independent locker or wrestling locker rooms I met. And it's a quote that I say every time I see him. As long as Keith gets paid. And that's the way I live my life now. I'm not even <laughs> Keith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You just send you just PayPal them after every show. Because like, well, there's some got, bullshit, but there you go. <laughs> here's some here's some, some Keith gotta get paid. Uh, two real quick stories, one quicker than the other, because one's a lot funnier than the other. Uh Nick Aldis has signed with Impact Wrestling. Ha! Uh, oh, that wasn't it. After a pretty contentious split from the NWA. Uh, Aldis appeared and did comment guest commentary during the Impact Championship match between Steve Macklin and Kushida at Rebellion this past weekend. And he is apparently uh, will be on the show on Impact tonight as well. So the mystery of where Nick Aldis was land uh, will where will Nick Aldis land has been answered. And then the last story before Dalton talks about action figures for a little bit is Goldberg has said that he is very much leaning toward a self-promoted retirement tour. 
Um, he appeared, WWE Hall of Famer was a guest on 93.7 The Ticket on Monday and spoke about Vince McMahon promising him a retirement match after he agreed to wrestle Roman Reigns at the 2022 Elimination Chamber. Goldberg was asked about recent rumors regarding his free agency status and responded, and this whole bit is him. I'll stop the rumor mill right now. The reason why these rumors are out there is because Vince McMahon and I had a handshake understanding that after the Roman Reigns match, I would have a proper retirement match and that hasn't come to fruition through them. And so therefore, nobody puts a stamp on my career. Nobody tells me when I'm done, period. End of story. And when somebody tells me that, I kind of like to fight against it. I like to do things my own way and I go out of my, I go out my own way and i certainly don't go out under roman reigns three weeks after i have covid and agreed to a match so if i go on a world tour and promote it myself that's a possibility hey i'm a businessman and i'm fortunately in the position i firmly believe to where i can still make it happen at the end of the day like i said i do believe that my character deserves a proper send-off and until that happens i don't believe i'm hanging them up so anything and everything is an option I'm very much leaning toward promoting it myself and doing a four-city world tour, so let the rumor mill start up after that. Four-city world tour is an interesting... I wonder if one of those... I wonder if we can get one of those cities to be Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Super Show 7, Goldberg's (laughs) retirement match. It'll be better than Flair's last match, for sure. God damn it. It's... It, it's on the one hand, like Goldberg's last match is a big money draw. Like say what you will about him. Say, you know, oh yeah. Whatever yeah. You no, think like, about him, but like his retirement match would be a big deal. So it's kind of weird that like Vince wouldn't follow through on something like that. If he was ready to like, if Goldberg was like, Hey, I want to go out, which the way this is worded kind of makes it sound like Goldberg wants to go out on top. Not necessarily as champion, but he wants to hit the spear and the jackhammer and get the three one last time. He wants to face Okada in the Tokyo Dome and go over, brother. Probably. Um, Whoever that is. Is what he would say. Yeah, that's fair. You know, he sucks at Mortal Kombat. (laughs) God damn it. Uh, But at the same time, like, do you think this is carryover of Vince's, like unending feud with wcw yeah 100 percent. really oh yeah like and i'm not even like i'm not even agreeing with you to be funny mm-hmm. like i feel like everything sans booker t vince fucking hates and honestly booker t didn't get anything until he started doing king booker like yeah mm-hmm. he would get like the lower titles and shit like that but like whenever he finally got like the wwe world title the world heavyweight title. The world heavyweight, yeah, because he was yeah. never WWE champion. No, no, no. I, I changed it because you're right. Um, it wasn't. It was not Booker T. It was fucking King Booker, which was very much the WWE izing of Booker T. Yeah, that's how what I wanted to say. Because he had to win <laughs> King of the Ring to get it, and then the Queen Charmel shit. Like it just it was too over to not give it to him. Um, yeah, no, like, but honestly, like. Goldberg has not been the worst thing in WWE in the last seven years. Now, has he been part of some of the worst? Yes, but he's not the absolute worst. Like, yeah, he did almost kill Taker that one time. And he did beat The Fiend to win the Universal title. uh, Okay, yes, you're correct, but nobody... I... Okay, so here's what you were were trying to say. Here's what you were trying to say. 
Goldberg's matches with Brock Lesnar were way more entertaining than they had any right to be. Or were they in 2005? And him him losing to Roman Reigns was the correct decision. Yes. So, all in all, everything Goldberg did in WWE in the last decade wasn't terrible. Yeah. But. But. (laughs) But. (laughs) There was a lot of real, real, real bad. He didn't let him in. Yeah. No, I gotcha. So. Um. Yeah, it's whatever. Like, get your money, I guess. <laughs> it's different when someone has so much money, and then we're like, get your money, boo-boo. It's just like, but he has it already. He has Turner money. I'm willing to say he still has some of that Turner money, because it was a lot of Turner money. Oh, no, yeah. He's he's he, he's not hurting for a paycheck. He's not doing it for a paycheck. He's just wanting to get that last real, real good one. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> he's getting one last lick. Um... <laughs> No, uh, I mean, if they do, if if he does a retirement tour, God fucking damn it! The fact that those words came out of my mouth. If he does a retirement tour, tour in honest or in earnest, and I can watch them for somewhat cheap, and their matches that I actually want to see, like if AEW actually gets him, is like it's gonna be Goldberg versus Big Show or Paul White, and I'll be like, I'm. You would have to pay me money to see that in 2024. Um. Now, Dalton, you mentioned AEW. Yeah, I know. Wembley Stadium Stadium and CM Punk. Yeah, I know. That's not where I was going at all. You know who else has said that they are probably hanging up the boots sooner rather than later? I don't want Goldberg versus Sting. Goldberg versus Sting. I don't want want to You don't want to see Sting jump off of something super tall and Goldberg miss him completely? <laughs> that's exa- that's exactly why I don't want him there. Unless Goldberg joins the firm for one night and I know that like Lee Moriarty's got him. Goldberg, if Goldberg joined, there are so many Bret Hart stands in that locker room. Oh, it'd be like, great. Goldberg the only Okay, no, hear me out. Wait, no, hear I know the vis- I know the visual of what I want. He walks into the locker room uh cash goes up and just punches him he's like immediately, he did <laughs> he's immediately jumped by c by cmftr um no what happens is he's the grand unifier he comes in because how do you get how do you get the 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 kids to unite in the classroom the enemy of the enemy is my friend o- yeah. to stop fighting each other is you have the the t te- everyone hates the teacher everyone hates yep. the librarian yup so you get the elite, you get CM Punk, you bring in Goldberg to just come in and fuck everything up. And then you can be like, wow, that guy sucks, huh? You know what? Yeah, he does. And then they're all best friends again. I still like the idea of like, no, you get CM Punk, you get the elite, you put him in a room with Claudio and Chugs, and you just give him a deck of Uno cards. And they leave the room in an hour, best friends. <laughs> or brawl out two and three. Maybe That's not how... Uno. Maybe not Uno. Maybe not Uno. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll rectify that one. But you put them in a room, maybe some Mario Kart, just like, you know what? Oh, yeah, that's, video ju- games. that's just as good. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on from that, that is the news of the week. Dalton, you have got... A big announcement in wrestling with articulation because we want to keep everybody updated. We no longer need the search for the Samoan SWAT team 
Now Samu. we're only looking for Fatu. Yeah, we have Samu in the uh, Samoan SWAT team gear, so we're looking for Fatu. Uh, fans, loyal fans, I'm, 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 I'm hoping for you, brothers and sister, Michaela. Uh, <laughs> please, because I don't want to pay secondary market for this figure. I and like, the thing of it is, like, I know in a month's time, I told you this. I am not opening up Samu until I have Fatu open, like here. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's sitting in a box over here on the shelves. Um. That being said, I've looked at it like four times. It's real pretty. I I completely am justified in wanting just the Samoan SWAT team. I don't give a fuck about the head shrinkers because the Samoan SWAT team hung out with Polly dangerously. And I have that figure too. So let's go. I want all of them. I need to make a Rick Room mashup to go with that to make the Dangerous Elias too. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I got that because Asa fucking was the best brother um, on his trip to Columbia this past weekend. He found everything and like kept finding everything so i'm gonna shortlist this really quick first trip i got purple wardlow from the walmart uh exclusive line this is just wardlow this is not wardlow with mjf or the pinnacle this is just good old-fashioned tnt 50 time champion wardlow love this figure and i'm a slut for purple i love purple and you love purple too i remember like whenever i texted you there was a purple wardlow that i'm looking for you were just like but i like purple like that was your exact (laughs) response no my, my my response was I like Wardlow. I like purple. Purple, yeah. And I, it's am a- interested. I am interested in this. You're going to have to hope that I find two, which I did. Yeah, because I remember whenever you sent it to me and I was like, is there two? And you were like, there was four. And I was like, oh, I want one. Yeah, there um, are plenty of them. So I got that one. And it's it's real this- quick, just to, just to revisit something, because I haven't talked to you about this yet. Um, something we talked about last week. I don't remember if we talked about it on the show or not. But the, the newest, these ex- Walmart exclusive AEW figures, there's two of them. There's the purple Walmart Dalton's talking about, and then there's the neon green MJF. Uh-huh. And you talking about Hawkins on the show, or Brian Myers talking about like, oh, you, you can't even see his gear because the scarf is completely covering it up. I saw so many of those MJFs. Oh, really? And every single one of them. I did. I had to do the thing where I lifted it. I had to tilt it and look at it from the bottom mm-hmm. to tell, like, that it was that neon green gear. Yeah, because you kind of made... such. They are completely, like, they fold the scarf over it, like, almost mm-hmm. intentionally. Like, it has to be a bit, right? Yeah. Um, and they did that with, like, the Shop AEW exclusive, because to this day, I can't tell you what color that gear was. <laughs> I think it's blue, but yeah, um, that might be a figure that if I find it personally, I'll pick it up. Cause like, I don't need it. I have an MJF I really like. Um, so if I, I definitely wanted the purple Wardlow. I was going to fight some motherfucker for this. Cause this is my 2022, 2021 figure of the year from AEW. This <laughs> was my favorite AEW figure they made. And then they put it in a color that I really love. And this is way better than the, his original release and his um, Pinnacle Gear release. Like, this one's dope as fuck. Um, but the, the hits, they keep on coming. You found me WCW Hogan, um, which I only wanted pieces of in case the crowdfunder actually gets made. Then I have to buy another Hogan to make the one that we're definitely not getting. Um, so this is just a break glass in case of emergency. And then you found me the Target exclusive all pink Bret Hart in this figure Man, for somebody that's not a big Bret Hart fan, they do make really cool figures of him sometimes, and this is one of them. Uh, I love that figure. Um, what else did you get me, wrestling-wise? That might be it, because I didn't open the same move. Samu, yeah. Hogan, Bret, you got me the Marvel Legends, Wardlow. Yeah, that was it. I think that was it, yeah. Um, And then our buddy Tyler from Kansas City, he found me 
the bad guy, the Razor Ramon Ultimate. I got the regular version because, like, I actually, at one point I did have the Elite because you actually ended up buying it for me. Um, but it got cut in my massive cuts of, like, 2021 where I was like, I don't need 50 of the same guy. Um, unfortunately, I am falling right back into the same trap. But this figure, like, I'm going to have to separate the WWE releases so much in, like, my figures of the year. Being like, no, because I need to give the Elites just as much credit as the Ultimates. But this Ultimate is gorgeous. Um, I have the red and yellow one instead of the all-purple. This figure rocks. The body's perfect for um, uh, perfect for uh, Razor. Like, I have him standing next to uh, the Diesel from the new gen set, and it's so beautiful. Um, love this, like, Scott Hall figure. They're like, one of the heads doesn't look good, but the other two are amazing. Comes with the IC belt. Um, yeah, it's such a good... Like, I even have the uh, Amazon-exclusive Shawn Michaels from, like, the new generation era. Like, all they're, like him, Brett, Diesel, and Razor are all standing next to each other, and I was like, man, I really need to switch my rings out and make the new generation ring my laptop stand, which is the fucking stupidest thing I've ever said. Because I have two of the Ultimate Rings... And I use the Raw's War Ring as my, like, podcasting stand. I just undo the ropes so I don't have to, like, look past or look through the ropes the whole time. But, yeah. No, Mattel's been killing it. Like, I was telling you, like, trying to figure out figure of the year is gonna, like, suck. Because, like, I just, I found this on the shelf. I have that cane from the fucking Raw's War Ring. And I was like, this figure rules. I don't know. That might have been a 2022 release. I don't know. But, like... Mattel's killing it. You hooked me up so much to where I don't have to find nearly the amount of shit that I thought I did. Um, we did get screenshots of inbox of the dog collar set of MJF and uh, CM Punk. Holy shit balls! Did you order that one already? For which one? Blood and guts, CM Punk, MJF. Oh no, I'm not going to. Really? I I have too many AEW figures uh-huh. that I am truly limiting myself to. First time in line. First time in the line, unless it is someone that, like, I absolutely have to have. And, like, I don't have the... I the Actually, the only Blood and Guts figures I have are the... Um, blood Brothers. Rhodes, the yeah. Blood Brothers. I have so. all of them. Which was so funny, because I was so against getting them. And I got the Exploding Deathmatch one. The barbed wire one, Moxley and mm-hmm. Omega. And that just... That, after that, I got Brit. And then I got the Brothers. And then... I got Rosa, and I, honestly, the second that they announced that they were making that two-pack, I instantly bought it, Um, but having that in package, like, it's, I was telling you, you before the show, I was like, I think I'm buying two of them, because I think I just want one in box, and I never do that, like, it's very rare that I buy two of the same figure, I have in-box chases over here, but I don't have two of any of these, no, yeah, no, I don't have two of any of these, um, this one I might end up buying too because I just think it looks so fucking cool in package. Um, and then, yeah, we have our... Uh, that's all the figures I bought. And then uh, they showed off that. Uh, what else? Uh, there was no big announcements to my knowledge. Uh, the crowdfunder is at 2,100 people with 15 days to go. So, like, it could happen. But, oh, I was right because it was very obvious. They put Scott Steiner in the 5K uh, set. So, if it gets funded, you get the stage... You get Ray and you get Steiner. Um, so, like, if it does get funded the bare minimum, you're at least getting a first time in line figure, which is cool. Um, speaking of Steiner, we also have our first DLC pack for 2K23. Um, and it is the Steiner Row pack. And you get Hit Row, all three members, 
um, and the Steiner Brothers. Um, it's a DLC pack. I feel like this year's DLC is not nearly as cool as 2K22's. And it could be the fact that I was just excited for a 2K game that actually played correctly. That, like, mm-hmm. I was super stoked for the DLC. But it's just the Steiners. It's just Hit Row. Um, I played the Steiners. They're fun to play as. Um, Scott Steiner in a video game, if they do his moveset correctly, is one of the most fun characters to play. And they did early 90s Steiners. So, like, you're busting Frankensteiners out all the time. And, like, you're hitting suplexes like crazy. Um, and he has the uh, Steiner screwdriver finisher which is dope um but yeah no it's just it feels lacking bfab isn't even playable she's just a manager really yeah yeah yeah. which we knew that going in now granted you can go on like there's a very popular like creator that does it on pc and he just like goes into the game files and pulls what works because like they all have commentary and shit so like i could download bfab playable right now um it's just dumb that we have to do that because they should just do that um, that's that's such a weird choice. Yeah. Um, like, if you're putting your character model fully in the game, why would you ever have someone... Not playable? Not be well, playable, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, Bobby Heenan's not playable. Paul Heyman's not playable. Like, I'm, base. Okay, but B-Fab has, has had matches. Yeah, no, I know, I'm just saying, it's not, there's a precedent. Um, And then, yeah, no, and then to end this whole segment, uh, I started working on a custom uh this week because i realized i had the parts for it and i will be uh i'm gonna send it oh no uh i it's owen hart i've been working on it and i'm super excited about it even though it doesn't have a head or proper decals yet but he has two slammies and his body looks like pretty dope it looks like an actual mattel release as of right now i just have to like get the decals put on it and everything but then i'll have an owen hart elite uh because i don't think that Jazzwares is ever just going to give us a black singlet Owen that I can slap decals on and be like Heart Foundation because I also I think last week I said I was like I need to make an Owen Heart Elite custom because I have all of the Heart Foundation now because I got uh, Bulldog and then four days later I actually started making it and yeah no I'm super thrilled about it uh, it looks pretty dope as of right now every person I've shown is just like oh that's gonna look sick when you're mm-hmm. done and it's people that I've like do custom figures to that's just like oh no that looks really good so I'm pretty excited for it. And uh, whenever it gets finished, we'll post it up on the uh, Nerdiest Part Twitter. Uh, because I am braggy, and I want to show the cool shit I made. Yeah. It's neat. Custom, like, customs are neat, cool. It's not a thing that I would ever be able to do. Um, but, and I don't have anything really to add to Because you already talked about the Blood and Guts, Punk, and MJF. Um, yeah, we're not going to... All of my action figure, all of my action figure stuff, because there's action figure stuff I'm excited about, but zero of them are wrestling related. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, we don't need to get into that oh, here tonight. I got the, uh, I pre-ordered the King Harley race that was supposed to come out at Walmart's that never did, because they, they ended up re-releasing it, and it's like Harley race's only WWE figure. Um, pretty excited about that. I don't give a fuck about King Harley race. Harley race is pretty cool. Um, I wish we could have just gotten, like, not King Harley race. But uh, come late June, I'll have a Harley Race figure. That's dope. He's going to go in the back of... He's going to be standing next to Greg Valentine in my collection. But I have him. Or I will have him. I like that they're re-releasing shit. That makes me happy. I'm just stunned that you literally are like... Uh, well, he's fine. 
I mean, or Harley, Harley Race. Well, and it's King Harley Race. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want it to be Harley Race. Like, not the... Because, like, the King stuff, his hair's dyed blonde. Like, he still is Harley Race. But it's not like, whenever I think Harley Race, I'm thinking, like, the bigger brown hair, the full beard. Like, not all purple in a crown and cape Harley Race. And you were just saying how much you liked purple. Shame. Uh, anyway. Do you have anything else for wrestling with articulation? Nah, I'm good. Did you see that bird? Uh, no, I am not a bird watcher. Oh. Moving on. Moving on, we're done. Oh. We're done. We are done. Yeah, let, let, maybe let the host talk, you prick. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I got nothing. I'm not, I'm gonna be honest with you. The last, like, three minutes, the, like, thunder has started to go more. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm hearing it too, yeah. More, like, more regularly, and I'm just like, I'm so fucking ready for bed. Yeah, no, me too. So, we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, Thank you to everyone for checking us out. Um, We're gonna post some of those, the Stokely promo, you can already find there. Uh, I'm gonna post Mason, Mason Mansour singing Slow Chemical, and then, uh keep an eye out because once Dalton gets the head in and gets the custom done for this, Oh, and we'll post up so you can kind of see what he's talking about. Cause it'll, it, I am someone that like, if I don't see it, like I do better visually than mm-hmm. like having it described to me. So if you got kind of lost, you're not alone. Uh, I've seen pictures of it that he sent me like in progress. So I know you have a better idea of what he's talking about, but we'll post the finished product up there. Maybe if he uh, gets froggy here in the next couple days, um, he'll send me some more of his customs that he's done, and we'll throw those up there too. Oh yeah, because I have the FTR ones, and then I made it a gulak. Yeah, so and- you can check those out at Nerdiest Part over on Twitter. Uh, we don't have a blue check mark. We never had the blue check mark. We'll never get the blue check mark. Don't matter. It's a dumb website. I just wish there was a better an alternative, but there's really not. Um, but yeah, at Nerdiest Part for the show. I'm at the five star man with the number five. Dalton is Mr. D. Anthony N P O T R. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Uh, we appreciate it. If you want to review the show on whatever podcast form you're listening to us on, of course you can do that. Um, share the episodes, all that good rigmarole. But until next week, we appreciate you for sticking with us and, uh, hanging out with us here. We'll talk to you next Thursday. And until then, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. And as always, watch more wrestling.